Please listen carefully. Hello, and welcome to Caveat Realtor with Virginia Realtors, where we discuss the real issues that realtors face. I'm Jessica Toon. I'm John Haley. Remember, Caveat Realtor is meant to provide general legal information. Information, forms, and laws referenced in this episode are accurate as of the date this episode is first released. Nothing we discuss should be considered as legal representation or legal advice. Hey, John. Hey, Jessica. How's it going? Good. How are you doing? Pretty good. We're going to get right into it today. We, um, we recently received a request from the field, that's uh, you, dear listeners, for a broker do's and don'ts episode. And remember that you can always send us your ideas for podcasts or other legal content by emailing them to legal at virginiarealtors.org. So let's go ahead and break down the broker basics. That's uh, If you haven't looked at the title already, spoiler alert, this episode's about broker basics. Um, so brokers are responsible for maintaining brokerage records, for supervising real estate licensees, for maintaining brokerage escrow accounts according to the law, and for some licensing requirements. Right. So first, let's talk about office management. Brokers are required to have, in the main place of business and readily available to the public, the firm license, principal broker's license, and the license of every salesperson and broker active with the firm. For branch offices, they must make sure the same requirement is followed for the branch office license and also keep a roster of all salespersons and brokers assigned to that office. If the firm has a branch office with licensees regularly conducting business that is more than 50 miles from a supervising broker, that broker must certify once per quarter that they have complied with their supervision requirements. DPOR has a form to complete for this purpose. And speaking of DPOR and the real estate board, brokers must keep the board informed of the current firm and branch office names and addresses. It must be a physical address, not a PO box, and any changes must be reported within 30 calendar days. If a licensee is no longer active with your firm, the broker must sign, date with the date of termination, and return the license to the real estate board. Also under office management is paperwork, the most exciting topic that we can discuss. Uh, brokers are responsible for maintaining a complete record of the firm's financial transactions for the past three years, including from whom and when the money was received, the place and date of deposit, and after the transaction has been completed, the final disposition of the funds. They must also retain for three years all disclosures and consents to dual and designated agency, disclosures to unrepresented parties, all executed contracts, releases, leases, property management agreements, and settlement statements. Speaking of financial transactions, brokers are also responsible for the management of the firm's escrow accounts. Escrow accounts must be federally insured, separate from the firm's operating account, labeled as escrow, and in the firm's license name. Funds may not be commingled with non-escrow funds, and the principal broker must have signatory authority. Among other things, all down payments, EMDs, rent, and deposits must be placed in the escrow account within five business banking days of receipt, unless the principals to the transaction agree otherwise. The balance in the account must always be sufficient to account for all designated funds. And we recommend that brokers evaluate their escrow accounts at least every year to determine and take care of any stagnant funds. Maybe there's a deposit in there from a terminated contract. Don't let it sit there for years. The broker can see if the parties will agree to release it, return it to the parties specified in the contract through the clear and explicit terms, or interplead the funds to a court to determine who should get them. Is there a security deposit in your escrow account? You may not remove it from escrow without the tenant's written consent. At the termination of the lease, make sure you itemize and apply any deductions, damages, and charges to the deposit 
then return the remainder to the tenant within 45 days from the termination date. Finally, as the broker, if you know something has gone wrong with regards to escrow funds or accounts, and there has been or may have been non-compliance with the regulations, you must report this to the real estate board within three business days. All right, now let's talk a little bit about broker supervision. So principal and supervising brokers are responsible for exercising reasonable and adequate supervision over licensees and unlicensed employees performing real estate related services. If you have a really big office, you may designate other brokers to help, but ultimately the principal and supervising brokers are responsible. Brokers must review and approve all contracts, leases, brokerage agreements, and advertising. All brokerage agreements must contain the name and contact information for the supervising broker. Brokers must train and provide written policies with clear guidance for handling escrow deposits, advertising, complying with fair housing, negotiating and drafting contracts, working with unlicensed individuals, agency relationships, disclosures, and new laws or regulations. Brokers must make sure only licensees with an active license undertake responsibilities or actions that require a license, including holding open houses and showing property. For unlicensed employees, you must be sure that a supervising broker is approving any advertisements they create or contract forms they prepare, and that they are paid a predetermined rate for their work that's not transaction-based. Now to wrap it all up in a nice little bow, the principal or supervising broker must ensure the brokerage firm is audited at least once during each license term to ensure that it has complied with the regulations we just discussed. You can do a self-audit or have a third party do the audit. The results must be documented on an appropriate DPOR form and kept at the office. If the broker discovers a non-compliance during the audit, they must notify the real estate board within 30 days and include a statement that the non-compliance has been remediated or a plan to remediate within 90 days. Now let's take it to the legal hotline, John. I know we're supposed to keep settlement statements for three years from closing, but what if the settlement company doesn't give them to us? There, there are no bad questions, to be clear, but this is a particularly <laughs> good question, Jessica. Uh, the regulation specifically says you must retain the required records that are in the broker's control or possession. If they were not provided to you, you should not be found in violation for not retaining them. Just make a note of the documents that you have and the ones you don't have. Hey, Jessica, one of my agents just died. What do I do with their license? Well, John, pretty simple answer here. You should return that agent's license to DPOR. All right, John, last question. We just found out an agent in our firm was managing rentals on the side without telling us and misappropriated some of the deposits and rent. What should we do? Will I, as the broker, receive a violation? Well, you should report this information to the real estate board immediately. While brokers are responsible for supervising licensees who work with your firm, the broker may not receive a violation unless they knew or should have known of the non-compliance or unlawful act or failed to take a reasonable action to remedy. Make a plan to remediate the issue if needed and provide that to the board as well. And you may need to discuss with an attorney and or your insurance carrier, depending on the details regarding the misappropriation of funds. All right, now let's talk about how you can limit your risk do have office policies that follow the laws and regulations and ensure your firm knows about them. Virginia Realtors has office policy manual templates that you can use for just this purpose. Do ensure that you are training your agents and employees on the topics required by the regulations. Virginia Realtors has broker toolkits that you can use in your sales meeting that cover many of these topics. And know all the ins and outs of escrow regulations if you're going to hold escrow. Escrow violations are the number one category for non-compliance. 
And you know it, Virginia Realtors has many escrow resources available, from videos to podcasts to Facebook Lives dedicated just to tricky escrow questions. We've heard it all. And for anything we haven't heard, you can always submit to the legal hotline so we can give you the information you need. Thanks for joining us. Caveat Realtor is a weekly podcast with episodes released every Tuesday. Our podcast is available for streaming through iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Play. Subscribe to our podcast to get automatic updates when we have new episodes and rate us. Remember, members of Virginia Realtors have access to our legal hotline where we can provide you with legal information. You can access the legal hotline on the Virginia Realtors website under the legal tab on the four members section. Make sure you are logged in to see this page. Well, the members of this podcast are attorneys. The legal information in this program is not a substitute for personalized legal advice from an attorney licensed to practice in your jurisdiction. The information provided by Virginia Realtors is general reference work as a public service and does not constitute solicitation or provision of legal advice. We provide this general legal information on an as-is basis. We make no warranties and disclaim liability for damages resulting from its use. Legal advice must be tailored to the specific circumstances of each case, and laws are constantly changing. The information provided in this program should not be used as a substitute for the advice of competent counsel. This has been a production of Virginia Realtors, copyright 2021. This podcast features the song Please Listen Carefully by Jazar, available under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike license.